The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 306 on the 630 Chat Afternoon News. Jay Lynn and I will be back in studio with me Monday at 2. I'm flying solo for the next uh, few minutes. Brad Whisker off to do some Oilers Now business. Well, listen, if it was easy to do, everyone would be the organizer of a festival. And there's none bigger than the Edmonton Heritage Festival. Uh, Heritage Festival Executive Director Jim Gibbon joins me on the line now. Hi, Jim. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, my friend. Uh, congratulations on another successful year for the Heritage Festival. It takes 6,000 people to do it. So <laughs> I know. Worry for them, yes. Uh, the biggest problem going into this year's festival, or the biggest concern, was probably transportation, the movement of uh, festival goers. You handled that in cooperation with the City of Edmonton. Did that plan go smoothly for you? Oh, my God. You know, I, I hope Edmonton Transit takes 100 bows for that because it was amazing. They just did a great job. They got everybody in. There was maybe two or three tiny little hiccups nobody would have noticed. Otherwise, they were amazing. Yeah, it really looked like it. I know your numbers were a little bit uh, down from last year, but, of course, weather was not your friend this year. Well, and last year was such an insanely high number that yeah. it only 20 years before we hit that again. <laughs> so we're happy with a reset to kind of get back to normal numbers again. So I guess, you know, it's not all good news. I read Paula Simon's uh, column in the journal, uh, the festival, 30 years uh, old. Uh, is it 30 years for the Heritage Festival? Um, 43 years in Horlack and two years before that in the uh, in Fort Edmonton. Wow, so it's 30 years that you've been storing your equipment and so on in a barn on, on the grounds of Horlack Park. I guess that's where I got the 30 years from? Yeah, in 1986 when we built the Heritage Amphitheater, we also built the, uh, the barn to store our stuff in. Okay, so the challenge now is what? Uh, finding a place to put our stuff. So you got notification when that the city, the city, what, deemed the structure to be unsafe? Uh, you know what? I don't know the reasoning. The, okay. Um, we we started negotiating this with the city about two and a half years ago, and we've been kind of keeping it off. We've been keeping it quiet for a long time, but when, you know, there's people on site and we're moving stuff out, and when stuff's not going back into the barn, um, you know, and people are wondering where it's going, and you're putting it in trucks to cart it off, it, it, the word finally got out. Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things, Jim, where um, I guess you kind of hoped that it would find a way to work itself out, but did it come as a surprise to you when the city eventually, just days ago, said, okay, you have to be out? If you had told me that three years ago that we would be out, I would have been shocked. Now I think, no, I'm not surprised in any way. So what plan have you come up with? Are you, you know, I know you said you kept it a secret, uh, the conversations up until now, but obviously you can't because you have to find a space. So have people been reaching out with opportunities? Are you talking to anybody about the space or a space? Yeah, we, we have a couple, there's a couple non, not-for-profit buildings around town. We've spoken to one of them. We, we have a plan in place. Uh, you know, I'm the operations guy, so my job is to make sure there's a festival, regardless of where we store our stuff. So we have a plan in place. We purchased some extra trucks. We're stuffing everything in trucks, and we're going to be hiding it all over the northern Alberta. Hmm. And nothing will be as convenient, though, Jim, as a barn on the grounds of Horlock Park, though. I can only imagine how convenient that's been over the years. You just open up the doors and out out comes the stuff, right? Well, and not just convenient for us, but for all the groups that use it. Like, I don't know, probably 
10 or 12 local festivals use our equipment as well. So uh, that really puts all that in jeopardy. Uh, now, I know the city did make you an offer. They offered to rent you something else. And what was that? Uh, it's a uh, it's called the Quonset, and it's kind of a tent structure. It's a canvas sided, half moon shaped structure, and it's roughly the same. To to give the city credit, it is roughly the same uh, footage. So it's um, I can't remember the exact sign, but it's roughly the same footage as a barn. But it's you know half moon shaped, and it's soft sided, so you can't put anything near the walls. And it and our building has you know flat sided. It's hard wooden walls, and it has a second story mezzanine. So it's roughly half the storage. And it's not waterproof, so we can't put tents in there. We can't put electrical equipment. You know, we can't... Anything that we could put in there, we would be just as well off to store outside. I know uh, the mayor and uh, council has been off, and they're returning next week. And uh, the mayor came back from vacation with his family, and we've had a had him on the news here on 630 Chet uh, saying that, you know, a couple of things sort of uh, were not handled as he would have hoped that they'd be handled. One was plaques on park benches the other was storage for the heritage festival so with council back is there any hope that the original decision of moving you out of the barn will be rescinded well there's always hope um you know i I can't comment on what the future holds you know we've we've been reaching out to everybody for the last two or three years and um you know i i hope cooler heads will prevail but you know maybe i don't know maybe you know if the city wants us out of there so desperately maybe it's better we come up with some different plan and you know maybe council can help us with a different plan who knows yeah you mentioned storage trailers uh, you know that's my old business from a long time ago when i was in trucking storage trailers are expensive and they're they're not necessarily the best you talk about water seepage storage trailers typically are not ones that are qualified to go on the highway for one reason or another so you could have yeah, the same no, problem it's, it's crazy expensive and then yep. all those festivals that, that use our chattels you know it's going to double their cost to get it i'm just i'm worried this is going to increase the cost of putting on the festivals and you know we'll be starting earlier paying far more fees it's it's kind of a trickle down and the, if i can brag about heritage fest for a moment sure entry is free there's 45 uh, stages last year 20 going at any given time all free almost 60 little mini cultural museums all free we had Hot air balloon rides for free, train rides for free, massages for free. Um, you know, you can come down there and do anything, and it's all free. The only thing you pay for is food if you want to buy food. But you can have an amazing day there for very little money. And yeah. it's kind of unique in that way. But yeah. but every time something like this happens, it adds, you know, fifty, sixty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 to costs. We have to find ways to pay for that. Now, that, uh, if I might ask uh, what the arrangement was with the city in the past, I'm assuming it was one of these $1 rent deals? Yeah, you, yeah, I know you built the barn, know, right? We built the barn. We we have been in continuous usage of it. There's the language around ownership is certainly different between us and them. But I don't. I'm not a lawyer, so I'm going to stay away from the actual <laughs> language. In my eyes, as me, we own it. We've always owned it. We're in it, and it's ours. But you know, times change. Parkland. You know, I I, I don't want to. I don't want to speak negatively about the city because mm-hmm. I want to keep those relationships strong. We yep. just need a place to we just need a place to run the festival from. Uh, just uh, out of curiosity, before I let you go, Jim, was it discussed at all the possibility, if whatever the reason you said you don't really know the reason, if if it was structurally unsound or if it was needed for the city or if there was some other reason, was there any discussion with regard to just building another barn? Uh, no. Okay, so it has to be that, or it has to be something suitable to replace it. You know what? One of the things I keep saying to the people out there is we're a charity. If someone has an old building they want to get rid of and want a charitable receipt, we're ready to chat. You know, so we 
we would like to be close to the center of town so that we can help all the other festivals that use our, our tents and chattels and electrical and things like that. We we installed the electrical systems and the water systems that all the festivals use, and we have some pretty unique equipment that attaches to it. So, you know, the, we let people borrow that for their events, and, and those are important things when they're off-site now. You know, we want to make sure that people are not paying, all the other festivals that use this are not paying added costs as well. So, you know, there's a lot of potential solutions, um, and we just hope one turns up in the next as well. But in the meantime, a lot of people are worried that we don't have a plan. We do have a plan. You know, we're moving things out. It's very expensive. It's very time-consuming, and, and this stuff is spread all around, but at least it's safe for the time being. So, so okay. for people who are worried, we do have a plan, and we've had one in place for a while. Excellent. So I, I don't know how familiar you are with 630 Ched's audience, but they're pretty darn good. So typically when there's a need like this, lots of people step up with suggestions. If somebody does have the kind of space you're looking for, and as you mentioned, uh, looking for a charitable receipt, a gifting-kind uh, receipt, uh, how do they get hold of you? Um, we're on the internet, heritagefest.ca, and we're at uh, 488-FEST, Okay. <laughs> 780-488-FEST. Perfect. Well, I wish you the best of luck. It's an iconic festival, the biggest, I think, in Edmonton, and something that we want to, uh, you know, reach out and help if we can. I know that there, you know, there is some talk with uh, with Jerry Forbes. Center. Yeah, and, you know, that's interesting because we, we had spoken with them a while ago when this first came out, and, and I know it's taken a while to get that up and running, so... Yep. I'm very happy to speak to them in the future. The one thing we, you know, we, we just have to be careful with costs because, you know, we do this on a shoestring as it is, so we, we just, we really have to be careful. That's all we have to be aware of. Sounds good. Uh, Jim, appreciate your time this afternoon. Best of luck with this, and again, congratulations on another uh, great festival. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Hey, Brad Whisker. Hello, Andrew Gross. I'm uh, taking off in about uh, 40 minutes. This is your first warning. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm headed down. What? Yeah, I'm <laughs> headed down what? to Erskine. Yes. Or thereabouts, Statler, Erskine, Old McDonald's Resort. I'm doing a comedy show. It's an annual comedy show. I'll tell you how it started, not that you're asking. Is uh, 20-some years ago is how long we've been doing this. I'm not even sure. 20, it's got to be at least 20 years. Because originally, a whole bunch of comics uh, who couldn't afford a vacation all got together at Old McDonald's Resort group site number two and we camped and we traded the cost of camping with doing a free comedy show and then over the years we didn't camp as much and we could afford the camping that we did but it became a tradition that people actually booked their camping week around the comedy show they have a number of different special shows or special weekends at old mcdonald's but this is one of them so i can't get out of it now <laughs> but you don't really want to. You do. Well, you enjoy. I do enjoy it. I, I do enjoy it. It's it's sort of it's fun. They're a great crowd. Um, they're really appreciative of having entertainment and free babysitting. So there's like quite a few things that make the evening a success, no matter what. The downside is in this temp, um, it's in a tent, like a, one of those great great big half moon tents with no breeze whatsoever. So you're saying it's going to be a little bit hot. Today. It'll be a sauna yeah. in there. Yeah. And how many people show up? Usually about uh, 200, 250. So they the pack heat, them in. The heat. Oh, yeah. Plus the body heat. Yeah. Plus lights. It. Plus lights. Yeah. Good luck, my friend. I know. Are you bringing a couple of shirts? 
You know, I don't know what to do about that. I thought about it. I'm, definitely I'm going to soak through whatever I'm wearing. But, uh, yeah, maybe I should have a replacement. There is showers if you have. Uh, I think they charge 20 bucks for a shower. But if you have, there is showers available. Uh, so I could probably... Uh, you know, soak up, uh, soap down, whatever they call it, uh, after the show. Just, just bring a couple of ice packs on the drive. <laughs> just have them tucked in on your sides with the air just, conditioning I could blasting. I just, like, bring up one of those, oh, I do declare fans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I have arrived. <laughs> oh, hey, Jed wants to talk to us. Hey, Jed, what's up? Andrew, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're, I'm good. We're sitting here, and I'm listening to this guy talking about the festival. Talking and about I'm Jim Gibbons, think- yep. Yeah, Jim Gibbons. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, Ever since the city got into this little thing about chasing people out of town, the Indy, Rexall Place, the horse race, why? And they always, and then the airport, and then I got a friend of mine that owned the plastics company at the airport, and his stuff's sitting over there by the train track still to this day, and that's two years plus. Anyway, why, why can't the city come up, say to this gentleman, hey, We've got storage facilities in Rexall Place. We've got storage facilities down by the horse track. We're not going to be using them for a little bit of time. Instead of getting this guy squirming around, trying to find a place to put his stuff, why doesn't the city just come to bat instead of this guy getting a second opinion and leaving? Well, hopefully the city does uh, step up to bat because the council was out of town. The mayor was out or was not city mayor was out of town, Uh, you know, but you're right. Like I hadn't thought about those other events that you're talking about. When you put them together as a body of work, you kind of go, yeah, that is sort of odd. What's what's really crazy about this is, and I've said this to Jay Lenz you before, they went over to Japan. They went here. They went there to try to find out how to do this train system. Then Rexall then everything else. Hey, man, just go to Vancouver. They got the same. They got where the PEs. There's an arena. They got the horse track there. They got Tades where PE. They've got the arena downtown. They've got a train system. They're not having any problems. They're not having any problems with their bike system there. Hey, go go look at these guys and figure out how they did it and bring back to Edmonton. How can it be so hard? Jed, if we had coffee cups, I'd give you one right now because you know what? You're right. You're right about all those things in Vancouver. And I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Jespo. That's why I don't vote. I bitch. I don't vote. (laughs) I don't have the right to bitch. But because you get clowns in here and they don't know what they're doing and somebody as simple as me sees that, and I don't even, I don't even go look around. But you know what? Listen, I don't like, you know, and I don't. I don't go with clowns because everyone's trying to do their job, right? I understand that. But, but I will say this, though, because when you first started, the first thing that popped into my mind is because you can't manage by memo and you can't no. manage a company by memo and you can't manage government no. by memo. And oftentimes no. that's what it feels like because when you look at a yeah. piece of paper and you go, well, it costs us this much and we need the facility for this and if we yep. close it down here, on yep. paper it makes sense. And then it hits the headlines that Heritage just got kicked out of their storage facility and the very people who elected you uh, are pissed and, and you know when it meets it when it get when it makes it yeah. to the light of day it doesn't make sense anymore and that's why you know what Jed what have I always said yeah. we need a common sense guy yep I don't care who it is it can be you in fact yeah. I nominate you that yep. they phone and they go hey we're thinking about throwing heritage festival out of the storage facility that they bought that houses yep. all of their stuff what do you think and you go no, that's a stupid idea and they go all right thanks well and I got a buddy of mine who ran for city council and everybody thought he was a joke. Remember Josh? No, I don't. Muscular guy with tattoos. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I worked with that guy. 
And he was the best thing coming. He had great ideas and everything. Okay, give it a run. And everybody thought it was a joke, and he went and did it. Hmm. And he's, he's the most common sense guy I know. Really? Well, we'll have to remember that for the next time but, around. But when you when you think of it all, Andrew, and you think of the whole long shot run, you got the Indy, you got the horse and all this, if they keep losing stuff, what what's going to happen? Like, we're known as the city of festivals, the city where to come. <laughs> and we're losing this stuff. That, that, little, you know what? That is actually the funniest part of this. And I know Jim Gibbon yeah? doesn't have a problem with the city and wants to make it very no? clear that the city is negotiating yep. and that it's all going to work out. But it is funny when you consider that Edmonton's the festival city. Yep. That you would, and you have, in this particular case, the biggest festival in the city. Yep. You would think that somebody somewhere, no matter what their level of management, uh, you know, or their expertise or experience, would go, well, we got to take care of these guys. You think? You would think. And, yeah, and I got a little uh, thing for you. You know, you're going to that place and you're going to be real hot. You're yeah. doing a comedian show. I am, yeah. Show up in a Speedo, buddy. That'll blow, <laughs> blow the roof off. Do you know what? It's the only, <laughs> it is the only place where I have ever actually done a show in a bathing suit. It wasn't a Speedo, but it was a bathing suit and flip-flops. I, I literally walked from group site two down to the tent, did the show, and went back again, drank the rest of my beer. At Old McDonald's? Yeah. I've been there. Great it's, place. It's a lovely place. I, re- I highly oh, recommend it. Oh, I do too. All right, Jed. Have a great one. Thanks. All right, you as well. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Uh, Jed's always a good call. He's right, though. I hadn't even thought about that. But everything that we're trying to do in Edmonton, they have actually done successfully in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, they have. The one thing I wanted to talk about, though, was the Rexall place comment. Hmm. Jim Gibbons not moving his stuff to Rexall because there'll be a fee attached. Right. I think he was just talking about, in general, the fiasco of Rexall and the stadium moving, the arena moving. I think that. Okay. Maybe I misinterpreted it. Yeah. But just if anyone else has that idea, it's just not going to happen. Right. No, that's definitely not going to happen. I don't want to call it a sweetheart deal because it was, he built it and then paid the city, you know, minimal for it. He's already talking about how expensive it is now to house it somewhere else. Well, well, plus we're destroying Rexall, right? Right. So it wouldn't be a long-term solution. (laughs) No. Anyway. And he wants long-term. Yeah. He doesn't want to take it out, move it somewhere for six months, have to take it out again, and move it somewhere again for a few months. Jim Gibbon wants the the solution Mm -hmm. for a long period of time. And the great thing about Jim is he's not just thinking about himself and his festival. He is thinking, and this is to Jed's point, Festival City, mm-hmm. which is what we are. And his supply also helps out so many other festivals yeah, in this right. city. So it's not just me, 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 me. It's, no. This is to help the people that go to these festivals, the people that host these festi- festivals, sponsor them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I really hope that sooner, sooner rather than later, we can come up with a spot because it's expensive and it could get damaged and that can cause a lot of other problems because then you have to throw in more money. Well, and you know, Jim didn't want to say it and as I say, he wants to protect his relationship with the city and I totally get that. They're partners in this and they did a great job in partnering on moving the people and the bus schedules and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what I've heard, and perhaps this is completely wrong, but what I've heard is that the city at some point said that the barn was unsafe. Uh, and so my first thought was, we'll make it safe. And then I heard that the city's actually using the barn for their own storage. So they want to move, they've run a storage room for whatever their facility is next to it, and they want to use the barn instead. So to my way of thinking, they're booting, uh, you know, the Heritage Festival out of Horlock for selfish reasons. But again, the mayor was not aware of this. Council was not working on it. Somebody in administration made the decision. Now that they're all back again, hopefully the decision will be to simply leave them in the barn. But we'll see, and we'll keep you up to date. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2.
on 630 Chad.